One of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur is we are always ready to move forward, to progress, to take the next step, to take our business to the next level. However, there's a downside to that quality. The downside is there's so much content, there's so much fluff out there that it can be hard to differentiate what is gonna serve us in our business and what is only gonna make us feel good. The point of this podcast is to help you differentiate between those two things and I hope to serve you and help you as much as I can as I am on my own journey with my business going to seven figures. Stay tuned for Bridge the Gap Podcast. guys what's up zach here bridge the gap podcast Ooh, all right <laughs> so, i don't know why i did that anyway so i actually have a very technical bit of knowledge for you today lots of this is going to be a good one this is going to be a really good podcast feel free to share it um across platforms or wherever you want um but this i'm going to go into right now how to win in marketing, like the, the truth behind winning at marketing. And I've got a couple of really good examples about this, okay? So some of this is gonna be, uh, <laughs> you already know, <laughs> like you, you already know the, uh, these answers. However, I wanna break it down into a bit more of an actionable piece. Um, you know, like I wanna, I wanna give you exact step-by-step I want to give you an exact step-by-step process. Um, I've made two weird sounds now on this podcast. Maybe you shouldn't share it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, so here you go. Uh, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a fifty thousand foot view, and then we're gonna break it down. Okay. Here's how you win at marketing. You share the right message in front of the right audience at the right time. Okay. Right message, right audience, right time. That's how you win. Now. That sounds so generic and easy, and you're probably super disappointed because that was very anticlimactic, but I'm going to break that down because there's a way to figure all that out, okay? Here's how. Step one, research, 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 okay? You have to research. What do you research? You research your market, you research your audience. Research your market, research your audience. Here's how. So first, identify your ideal client. Okay, the best client that comes in through your funnel for whatever you're offering, whether it's affiliate marketing or you're marketing, you know, a client of yours as an agency or you're a freelancer and you're working for someone else, you know, whatever it is, find your ideal client, very specific ideal client. You can talk about age range. You could talk about, you know, marital status. You could talk about, um, you know, hobbies and music and movies all that good stuff and that's you know the honestly the the movies and the music stuff that's not like the most crucial bit so let me let me explain for example uh so my my target audience okay are people already in digital marketing between the ages of 35 and 60 okay that's a little bit broad of an age range but that's typically I have a lot of audience in there. Um, They're already in digital marketing and they're feeling frustrated with the technical aspects. Things such as Facebook audiences, targeting, Facebook pixel training, custom conversions. 
essentially the technical aspects of Facebook that not a lot of people teach, okay? That's my audience. So <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I've not boiled down their movies, their favorite movies. I do know a lot of their favorite books, right? Because uh, that audience reads a lot or listens to audiobooks, whatever. But that's your first step. You have to know your avatar, your audience. If you don't know your audience, you got to research it. How do you do that? Well, take a look at your competitors. Okay, what, what are some competing companies? Or if you're an affiliate, you can just look at who's already a member of that program and find out details about them. Shoot, you can even ask to interview them, you know, just to, just to get some details, okay? Now, once you have your target audience, the next step is to, sorry, I'm a little out of breath. I'm like, I'm walking pretty fast, actually. Um, so you have your target audience, your next step uh, is uh, research your market, okay? So again, it's gotta be the right message to the right market, um, or right message to the right audience at the right time, okay? So now that you have your, your audience, you gotta figure out what message to tell them, okay? And you do this by researching your market. Google things pertaining to your clients, okay? For example, I see a whole lot of advertisement right now, advertisements right now for, uh, <laughs> of course, now I don't remember the name, but they're, I guess they're a new competition for ClickFunnels, right? And uh, <laughs> they've got some really clever ads out there. Um, um, so they're, they're probably, I don't know, we'll see if they're a flash in the pan or if they're actually going to stick around and compete for real. But... Um, it's like convert, it's not convert kit. It's like, man, I don't remember exactly the name, but the point is, how are they doing that? Well, they research their market. They probably research the crud out of ClickFunnels people, out of lead pages people, Insta pages people. And <clears throat> after all their research, they found out the types of people that are buying in to those, those markets you know, click, you know, funnel hackers and things like that. And they found out their weak spots by finding out what they're frustrated with. That's the message. That's the message. And you know what? So this, I wish I remember the name, but whatever, this new landing page builder, the primary message that keeps coming across my screen is, would you prefer technical bells and whistles or... Uh, conversions. <laughs> okay. So what they're saying essentially is that ClickFunnels has a lot of technical bells and whistles that make it the preferred platform. And they're saying because of said technical issue, you know, things, the, the landing pages actually uh, open up slower and then convert less. Now there's truth to that guys. If you didn't know, Facebook looks at the landing page, right? And Here's the, here's the catch. If your landing page opens slow, slowly, it's considered a bad user experience by Facebook. So then Facebook will actually increase your CPM. In other words, show it to fewer people because it's a bad user experience. So this, uh, this new landing page builder, they're, they're exposing that and they're saying, look, ours is so simple that you're going to get an increased conversion rate 
from your pages because we don't have the crazy techie bells and whistles. Okay, see what they're doing there? And also because they don't have those techie bells and whistles, they're cheaper, right? So this is, this is smart, guys. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm actually not really looking to change from ClickFunnels, but <clears throat> they're smart. You analyze people's marketing when they pop up in your feed, guys. That's what you gotta do. So they found a message after researching the market, okay? So you have now your proper audience, your proper avatar. You know the type of person you're targeting. And you now know the message because you've researched your audience, okay? Or I'm sorry, your market. Oh my gosh, I'm screwing this up. So your audience, your market, okay? Um, research your competitors. That's how you find the messages that you're looking for. Okay, what, what, what frustrations do the clients of your competitors have? And how can you provide a solution to that? That's what you need, all right? So that's the right message to market, all right? Now, timing. How do you figure out timing? This is hard. This is, this is the hardest part is timing because it requires consistent effort. Here's how you figure out timing. Never stop researching your market. Research it again and again and again from now until forever, okay? There's no stopping. Why? Because that message is gonna change. Why? Because frustrations change, right? Algorithms change on Facebook, or email open rates are changing, or bot statistics are changing. As those things continue to change, your message is gonna also change. Now, I said that talking to digital marketers because most of you are digital marketers. However, you know, whatever you're selling, as the industry changes, your message is gonna change as well. If you're using an old message in a different time where that message is no longer relevant, guess what, it's not gonna work, okay? You can't do that, which is, uh, uh, anyway, I got, I got examples for that. So, so the right message in front of the right audience at the right time, that's what you do. If you have those three things nailed down, you're good to go. You're gonna get conversions, you're gonna get sales, okay? Message, audience time. Okay, I think I've drilled that in pretty hard. Now, how do you do this? Okay, like, how do you, because I mean, ultimately, no matter how much research you do, you don't truly know what the right message is unless you test it, right? So here's what you do, okay? I just learned this, like, we were doing it a little bit different. And now we kind of have a better idea after our own research, okay? So what we were doing in my agency before is we would um, publish a po- uh, uh, publish a post, publish an ad, okay? And as soon as it got approved, we would let it run by itself for a little bit. So let's say our budget is $100 a day, okay? What we would do is we would actually do $20, a $20 ad, just a fifth of the cost, okay? Uh, because eventually we're going to test five things at once. So we'll do $20. When it gets approved, we'll see how it behaves. Based on its behavior, we decide what to test first. Do we test the mini ad, micro ad, which is the beginning part of your ad and or the headline? Uh, whatever. There's different terminologies out there. <laughs> um, do we test that first or do we jump into audience testing? That's, you know, that's our, that's the way we were doing it. 
Now let me tell you a better way. Um, this is really smart. Um, learned this from another agency owner who is just phenomenal and has the most robust testing sequences out there. Um, anyway, so essentially, here's, here's what this guy teaches. He says, look, you actually want to test the headlines first, but you're not testing like the same headline said differently five times. It's not what you're doing. You're actually testing five different angles in your headline. Five different angles of your headline. So what does that mean? That means, for example, if I'm marketing Bridge the Gap, my course, okay, if I'm marketing that, there are so many angles I could choose from, right? I could choose, are you frustrated with Facebook and the technical matters therein, right? Because a lot of people are. Um, I could choose specifically, I can go with pixel training. You know, like, did you know the power of your pixel can actually increase your conversions by like a hundred times? That's a little exaggeration. <laughs> by like 10 or 11 times. Okay, maybe the best I saw was actually like eight, like seven and a half percent best. So I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you get the idea, right? Just by changing a pixel, no change of message or anything like that. By changing the pixel, I went from $60 registrations to eight, 60 to eight. Okay. It's like seven point whatever percent. So, <laughs> so the, the, that could be an angle, right? <laughs> like the, the impact a pixel actually has on your marketing. Um, this right here, what I'm talking about, the right message, the right audience at the right time. How do you do that? Boom, that's another angle, right? Um, what about, is the digital marketing industry oversaturated? That's an angle, that's a pain point. Is affiliate marketing worth it anymore? Boom, angle, pain point, right? These are, these are all different angles. So essentially, here's what I would do. And here's what we're gonna start doing. In fact, I've got a lot of meetings today. Uh, one of our clients is at that point, ready to launch. And uh, we're gonna be discussing the, the launch plan here. And this is going to be the, the tweak that we're changing. So each headline is going to be specific to a different angle, right? In this case, uh, our client is a coach and she teaches other coaches. I know how that sounds. It's not, <laughs> it's not f like phony. Okay. Like I know, I know <laughs> I'm a coach that teaches other coaches and then you become a coach where you can teach other coaches. That's not what I'm doing here. Um, she's legitimately had three, or I'm sorry, two other coaching businesses make over a million dollars. She's made over a billion dollars in ser selling services. Um, is it a billion or a hundred million? I think it's a hundred million, but still a huge amount of money, okay? Um, and sold businesses, and uh, now she's teaching how to do it, okay? So she's got two primary angles to use. One is, how do you get coaching clients without spending money on ads. The other one would be, how do you get coaching clients even though the market is oversaturated? All right, so th that would be two separate angles. Those are her main ones. We'll have to come up with a few more, okay? Um, actually, we have a few more already, but. So, my point here, I hope is pretty straightforward. So your first step, when you publish an ad, and assuming it gets approved by Facebook, okay? Um, is you, you publish, you have five split tests going, five of them, each one has a different kind of angle to the beginning of the ad. 
And that way you can see, and it doesn't really matter if the copy isn't like a perfect match there. Like if you switch angles in the middle of the copy, you can do that strategically and, and uh, make it work. So, hold on a second. So, um, once you do that, so you got these five ads running, okay? Let's say it's $100 a day, each ad is 20 bucks. And what'll happen is, you're gonna see which one is, is performing the best. Now, one of two things is gonna happen, right? Either every one of them is gonna perform equally bad, every one of them is gonna perform equally good, or you're gonna have a variation. The best option is a variation. But first, let's eliminate the other, the other one. Um, if it's every one of them is performing great, let it run longer, okay? Don't let it run just three days, like let it run a week and see if one of them becomes the consistent winner, right? Okay, if it's a variation where some of them are winning, some of them are not, boom, baby, you just narrowed down your, your message, okay? If they're all performing bad, you have the wrong audience. Okay, so that, that's like the basics of it. You should give it three days for Facebook to properly analyze things and, you know, find, find that right uh, person. So I hope that helps. If that's, so then what you do, you constantly test um, five things, all right? Constantly, 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 um, until you have the right message to the right market with the right timing. Then what you do is you scale that, and in the meantime, um, sorry, I got a message. Uh, so you scale that, and then you you have like 80% of your income, your ad spend going to that, while as 20% goes to new testing, constantly testing messages, constantly researching your market and trying new angles. Okay, that's the name of the game, okay? Now, <clears throat> I just wanna tell you a quick little thing I learned from one of my students. I learn from my students so much, guys. Like, I am always so appreciative of, of, of you guys and the things you teach me. You push me to become a master of my craft and I hope I can deliver the same amount of value right back at you. Um, but I'm so appreciative. In fact, most of my students know <laughs> once they're in like a massive program of mine, I tend to give them access to new programs coming out. Um, there's very few exceptions to that. And I usually have really good reasons why I would make an exception <laughs> because I just, I, I appreciate their trust so much. I do not take that lightly. So anyway, one of my students, he's actually in my extreme mentor program, which is a closed program. I am not accepting anyone in that anymore. <laughs> Indefinitely, okay, I don't know when I'm gonna open that up again. Uh, I know when I do, it's gonna be very expensive, um, you know, because I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> but I've got some people in it, and one of them, um, I just love working with this guy. Um, his name's Mike, and Mike is one of these guys who is just hungry. He's like constantly looking for honing in his skill set. And he is a big advocate of, of affiliate marketing. That's what he wants to do. He just wants to be an affiliate. He wants to, he wants the four hour work week. You know, he's a little bit older, right? And uh, he had a crazy good career, crazy good career. 
but now he just wants to be at home and take care of his wife, you know, and, and, and just kind of enjoy life, spend time with family. He has family over at his house, like every other week, I swear to goodness, like a lot of family. Um, and he loves it. And I think that's great. So, but one of the things he did is he invested in another program. He's invested in a lot of money in this, in this, in this stuff. I know he, he invested 15 K in his first program. Um, he, with me, he's invested another 11 K. Um, I know he's done, um, I think it was 10 K for the other one that he just joined. Like not to mention ad spend and cost of tools and like, oh my gosh. Um, so his knowledge is nothing to be, you know, ignorant of, right? Like I listen to him. Okay. It's almost like he's coaching me. <laughs> um, but what's cool is we tend to find the same things. So it's, it's more like he's a, he's an awesome, amazing mastermind buddy, but I definitely help him with the technical side of Facebook. Right? So, okay. So anyway, so Mike <laughs> he invested in this program, I believe it was 10 K if I'm not mistaken. These guys are churn affiliates, okay? Like massive churn affiliates. What I mean by that, and I know I've been going 20 minutes here. I'll be wrapping it up with this because there's a lesson to be learned here. You got to research the market. So this is, this is apparently the, the latest and greatest strategy for affiliate marketers. It's very against the grain of the, your standard marketing teachings. And I'm not against that. I think it's smart to get all the perspectives of marketing out there and then find what works for you. Okay. So I'll tell you this one. <clears throat> it's very aggressive. These guys will have like 60 ad accounts. Okay. In Facebook because they get them shut down a lot, <laughs> like a lot, like, like 10 a week or something like that. Something crazy. Here's what they do. They find uh, an offer on ClickBank. Okay. And uh, these are the top 10 ClickBankers, by the way. They all do the same thing. So get this. Or I think nine out of 10 of them do the same thing. So what they do is they, they promote an ad um, testing audiences, five different audiences. The difference is they do $100 a day per test. So we're talking $500 a day. $500 a day. <laughs> no wonder they get shut down so fast. Anyway, that's, that's okay for them in this model. So, and there's a lesson that be had here. So they, they spend a ton of money. They find that right message to market and timing match. Okay. They find it very quickly. And then you know what they do? As soon as the ROI is 10 times their ad spend, <clears throat> you know, on a particular campaign, what they do is they scale it fast. So they will, they'll watch uh, the ad spend compared to the ROI. Okay. Um, and what they'll do is they will increase the ad spend by 30% every three hours. So they're already spending 500 bucks a day, right? So they increase it by 30%. And if the ROI increases by 30%, perfect. Three hours later, they do it again. And as long as that ROI continues to match that 30% increase in ad spend, they will continue to scale forever. As soon as they hit a number on ad spend where the ROI does not increase by 30%, they don't touch it. They leave it and they just wait. And that sucker <clears throat> sometimes can go a month. Sometimes it could go an entire year of just raking in the money, just raking it in. Isn't that insane? So these guys end up spending like five to 10 K a day in no time, but they're making like 
a hundred thousand sometimes a day. Okay, so like, they're like, it's insane. It's absolutely nuts. The reason I'm telling you that is because it seems like, and they are not the only ones doing something similar. The trend is going more and more away from list building. I am not condoning that. Um, I don't. I don't know. 100% if that's a great idea. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, because we all know Facebook will die someday. Right. And if that is your only stream of income, you know, um, you're, you're kind of, you're not in control. Right. The, the beauty of building a list is, is long-term game. You then have a, a, a bunch of people that know, like, and trust you that you can like email and sell something, right? That's, that's kind of the beauty of a list. And this method completely bypasses that because, but when they do that, their landing page converts at 90%, like every time, because they don't have to collect an email. They're just getting them right into the affiliate offer and making sales, okay? That's the point. So <clears throat> the reason I'm telling you that <laughs> is because number one, just to know what's going on in the, in the market. Number two though, um, it's all about finding the right message to the right market at the right time. Okay. Like that's, that's all it is. Right message, right audience, right time. And these guys are just really fast at it and then they blow through it. And as soon as that thing dies out, um, then they switch gears and they offer something else using the same strategy over and over and over again. Now, my only suggestion, if you want to invest in that and take that route, I'm not against it. I think it's, you know, try it out. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's all about testing and marketing, right? Now, one thing that they could do because they have the extra cash flow is they could use that cash flow to invest in something that's going to consistently pay them. Something like rental properties, you know, and hiring a team to do their rentals, you know, the, the property management for them and stuff. Um, that's what I'm learning about anyway for wealth building, but I digress. So that's how you win guys. The right message, right audience, right time. You win period. That's it. That's it. Break it down real simple. Okay. And you got to test, you got to research. So by doing your enough research and enough testing, you will find the right message for your right audience and you'll do it at the right time. I hope that's helpful. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening.